this is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 42. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com, your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about something very important to your personal health and safety out on the tennis court. While summer may not be officially here, it's plenty hot on the tennis courts, and that means more time outside playing tennis but it also means more chances of getting beaten down by the heat. Heat illness is a real danger when you're playing summer tennis. So in this episode, we're going to talk about heat illness, what it is, how to avoid getting it, and what to do if you or one of your tennis pals is affected. So just what is heat illness, what causes it, and how can you treat it? Heat-related illness is always a possibility when you're playing sports out in the sun, especially in excessive heat and humidity. There are three stages to heat illness. The first stage of heat illness is heat cramps. The signs of heat cramps are excessive sweating and or involuntary muscle cramps. These cramps usually occur in the abs, or in the extremities, but can happen throughout the entire body. Heat cramps are caused by excessive fluid loss, an electrolyte imbalance, low sodium intake, and or poor acclimatization to heat. To treat heat cramps, the athlete should stop playing, should rest in a cool place, should take in water and electrolytes, and should engage in some passive, easy stretching. The second stage of heat illness is heat exhaustion, which means that the body's thermoregulatory system has become overloaded and is not working properly. This stage is characterized by excessive sweating, heavy breathing, a rapid pulse, and or fatigue. Other signs may include weakness, dizziness, headaches, excessive thirst, dark colored urine, and or vomiting. Heat exhaustion is caused by the same factors that lead to heat cramps, especially excessive sweating. Treatment for heat exhaustion includes stopping play, resting in a cool place, lying down, applying cold towels or sponges to the body, taking in water and electrolytes, and discontinuing physical activity for 24 hours. The third stage of heat illness is heat stroke, which can be a life-threatening condition and needs immediate medical response. In this stage, the body's thermoregulatory system shuts down completely and the body is no longer able to cool itself. This stage can occur very abruptly and the athlete may experience hysteria, irritability, aggressiveness, loss of memory, 
disorientation, rapid pulse and respiration, an absence of sweat, and or skin that is red, hot, and dry. If you're with an athlete experiencing heat stroke, you should call emergency medical personnel by dialing 911 immediately. The athlete needs to be cooled by any means possible, which may mean ice packs, spraying down with a water hose, sponging with cool water, placing cool or wet towels on the body, or even cold water immersion. So that all sounds very serious. How can we avoid these heat-related illnesses? Because the best treatment for heat-related illness is, as you might guess, prevention, not getting there in the first place. Well, here are my 10 tips to help you beat the heat when you're out playing tennis. Number one, hydrate well and often. Drink water and electrolyte-enhanced beverages throughout the day that you're playing, especially before playing. Don't rely on being thirsty to tell you when to drink. Your body may already be dehydrated by the time you feel thirst, so don't wait to drink until it's too late. Number two, use the right kind of fluid replacement. Drink a combination of water and electrolyte-enhanced beverages throughout the day to keep yourself well hydrated. Number three, increase the salt content in your food and drink. It turns out that sodium, not potassium, is the major electrolyte lost through sweating. So be sure to eat foods and drink drinks with higher salt content to replace that sodium. Sports drinks are great, as are salted pretzels. Number four, physically prepare for the heat. The more physically fit you are, the better your body will be able to handle the heat. So keep those non-tennis workouts up just to help you handle the hot weather conditions. Number five, use ice and cold towels. It's easy enough to bring along a small cooler of ice packs or cool wet towels to a match that you know will be particularly hot. Put these to use during play and after your match to keep yourself cool. However, avoid putting ice directly on muscles or joints as this can lead to stiffness. Number six, wear sun-friendly clothes. Be sure to choose lightweight, light-colored, breathable clothing that allows sweat to evaporate quickly. There are even items available with SPF ratings now So wearing long sleeves in the sun is actually a possibility. Number seven, use sunscreen. By using sunscreen, you not only protect yourself against future skin cancers, but you can also avoid sunburn, which can raise skin temperature and contribute to heat illness. Number eight, get acclimatized. Your body will be better conditioned to play in the sun if you spend some time getting used to just being out in the sun. Number nine, stay out of the sun when possible. When you're not playing, get out of the sun and give your body a break. This holds true even for very short amounts of time, like on changeovers or when waiting to serve or return. If there's a patch of shade you can stand in, go stand there. And number 10, know your limits. 
If you experience any sign of heat, illness, or dehydration, or if you're just starting to feel very uncomfortable out in the sun, get out of the heat and stop playing. Winning a tennis match is not worth risking heat illness. Hopefully with these tips, you'll be able to beat the heat out on the tennis courts. I've included some other information and resources on dehydration in the show notes to this episode, which you can find at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips42. I've even included a link to my Pinterest board on tennis workouts and fitness because I recently have pinned quite a few things about dehydration there, including a chart for checking the color of your urine. So go check that out. The link is in the show notes. Before I go, I want to thank all of you who took the time to go download my book, Real Tennis Tips for Real Tennis Players, for the Kindle over on Amazon about a week ago. I got well over 100 downloads, so I'm very excited about it. And if you're one of those people who did download, I hope you'll take the time to review and rate the book on Amazon and let me know what you think about it. I love hearing the feedback. If you didn't see my book yet, you can easily find it by going to tennisfixation.com slash tipsbook. It's a book packed with all kinds of tennis tips that you can quickly and easily apply to your game. It's the same kind of tennis tips that you'll get right here on the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. So if you're enjoying this, I'm sure you'll like the book. I hope you'll email me with your tennis questions or if you have suggestions about what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. You can reach me at kim at tennisfixation.com. All of my contact info, other Tennis Quick Tips episodes, and a ton of other great tennis tips can be found over at tennisfixation.com. Thanks for listening and happy tennis.